Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Did you choose Serena over me? You could have picked a stranger. You didn't have to choose my best friend. What, you think I wouldn't have found out? I was going to tell you tonight at dinner. There was no right decision, dear. There wasn't any time. I know you can understand all this. It was mishandled, the whole thing from top to bottom. You actually want me to agree with you. Bendel's will legitimize this company. It will take everything to the next level. You know how hard I have worked for that. You've always been my biggest fan, supporter, my biggest fan. I'm your daughter. And as my daughter, I knew that you would forgive me, in time, but if my company had lost this deal because of you, I'd never forgive myself. I hope you never do. Hey Upper East Siders, and welcome back to the Lonely Boys Podcast. I am Lonely Boy Matt. Still don't know if I'm going to keep working working with that. Lonely Boy Matt. Don't really love the nickname, but... <laughs> okay. See, I was, discuss- I was discussing earlier, and I'll and I'll bring my co-host in a section in a in a second. But let me just go off on a tangent right off the bat. Oh boy, I was talking to my friend, also named Matt, and also podcast, and we we agreed that very weird introducing yourself when your name's Matt because of the double M sounds, right? You know, back to back, like I'm Matt. It just doesn't roll mm. off the tongue, right? So I, you can say my name. I'll is get Matt. it. My name is Matt, and I'm here to break down season one. Okay, let me try that. Hey, Upper East Siders. <laughs> and welcome to the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt, and we are here. That's good. That's really good. My name is Matt, and we're here to break down season one, episode five of Gossip Girl, entitled Daredevil. But of course, I am not here by myself. Let me introduce my co-host, someone who is a destination and not just a stop along the way, Oof. Brendan Ruppel. Howdy, howdy. Brendan Ruppel, a.k.a. the Creepy Uncle Podcasting. Shout out to Cream Nation. See, this is what you got to do. You have to, you have to start... You have to make up your own nickname. Yeah, you. I mean, you've really I got, 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 down. You got I don't know. I, I just keep adding to it. I was gonna. I forgot. I was gonna add. I'll, I'll remember and I'll add it next week. But this, I'm gonna make sure this thing keeps going longer. Um, <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Hopefully, these, these intros will be a full five ten minutes by the time. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, so yeah. So I'm. I'm here. Um, I have the tangents to go on. I'm, I'm pretty much ready to get down to business. Whenever you are. Great. I was gonna ask how you, how have you been, but because it's been a while since we've talked. No. Shut, shut, shut up. Let's go. All right. So uh, in this episode, Dan <laughs> makes elaborate plans to impress Serena on their first official date. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I didn't bluff. think you'd take the bath that you'd say, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I called your bluff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, not, I'm not in the mood for your shit tonight. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm well. Um, I'm in my pajamas and I'm tired. So doing right, so I'm, Yeah. Hopefully you so don't you're... fall asleep in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Just a, a loud snore. Oh boy, we'll have to edit that out in post. Yeah, happens. All your snoring sounds. Uh, so yeah, I guess let's just get into it. I I was gonna tell you how I'm doing, but I can't really think of anything. (laughs) 
You're doing no, the same. Nothing of note part. to you're, report. Yeah, school and whatnot, and your tests. And uh, oh, I did. I did hear that uh, you tried to go to your testing site and they were closed. Oh, have we not talked since that? Yeah, I, <laughs> I uh, studied for three whole days, pulled two all nighters to do this big test, and then I showed up and I walked in, and uh, the lady there was was like, uh, "Oh, yeah, sorry, this testing center's closed for the month of September due to COVID." I was like, "What?" <laughs> And apparently she had called me, but I didn't have a phone call or a voicemail or anything, so she, uh, now I have to reschedule it. Oh, boy. Oh, yes, it's like, it's like I, COVID's new? Yeah, I don't know what happened there, mm-hmm. but I felt like I was going to fail it anyway, so that was a, maybe <laughs> maybe a blessing in disguise. <laughs> maybe. Now I, now I have a head start on studying and everything, but... Uh, all right, good. All right, now that everyone knows that about me, we can get <laughs> into the episode. Like I said, it's called Daredevil. Um, do, you, uh, do you know the title reference for this one? Do you know what... Uh, the title is referencing. Did you ask me this last time, or yes. did you? Let me, yeah, I, what, I think I didn't what, remember. What piece of media is is this a reference to? Like last year, last week, the title was "Bad News Blair," and it was referencing the famous movie. Yeah, the Bad News Bears. And Daredevil. I'm just assuming it's the comics. Um, I have written here that the title references the 2003 film Daredevil, but yeah. that is based on the comics. I'll give it to you. I okay, will give yeah. it to you. You you are now officially two for four, I believe. Wow! If that wasn't and you said correct, you were never, I was going to guess it was the <laughs> Bad News Bears sequel, Bear Devil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not aware of that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. See, and here you were saying that you were never going to get one of these references. And yeah, now well, you have t- two. Last more week out. you kind of let me know that it was way simpler than I thought. It was. I was going, I thought it was going to be all these extra, ex- no, no, no. super extra type of references that I was were going to be way over my head, and now I'm realizing it's just like random things that had nothing to do with the show itself. Exactly. So I think I'm, now, I'm, now I'm, that I'm, we're I'm on gonna, the same page. <laughs> get on a roll here, baby. <laughs> there we go. So in this episode, uh, Dan makes elaborate plans to impress Serena on their first official date. Jenny's invited to the infamous Blair Waldorf, Blair Waldorf sleepover and finds herself in a high-stakes game of truth or dare. And Lily discovers that Eric is missing from his treatment center, and she finds herself seeking help from her ex-boyfriend, Rufus. Rufus. So, uh, three at least semi-interesting um, storylines in this one. We uh, have absent from this episode Chuck and Nate. Did you uh, did you notice they were gone? I did. Well, they're mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um, and then I didn't see from them at all, and I was like, I didn't really miss it too much. Although you, uh, there did, definitely was did, a little bit of missing miss drama him? for this episode. Not, not, I guess not so much. Yeah. I've only been around these people for five episodes in total at this point, so it was a decent change of pace. Um, just a little bit of a, I'll, you know, I'll say right off the bat, it was kind of just like a medium episode. Fine. Medium's good. I, I yeah. am a, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the Blair and Jenny, uh, storyline. But I will agree yes. that the other two maybe brought it down a little. Not right. Not that that much stakes in the uh, in the other two. So right. But you know you gotta have a you gotta have a little. Uh, yeah. It can't be all all like, make up like super melodramatic. Right. I was gonna know. say you need a, a a low stakes episode every now and then a, a filler episode as some people might call it. But uh. Yes, and some people some some of the filler episodes are some people's favorite episodes in some. TV. I I agree. So, uh, this original air date, October 17th, 2007. Do you know where you were? Mm, I think I'm going to say, like, last week I was probably in, in school. <laughs> 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 it sounds great again, <laughs> believe it or not. 
All right. So we probably we, uh, still really upset about nine eleven since it was October. <laughs> I don't get over that for a few months after. Well, September. it had been it had been well it, it had been six years from <laughs> the the event at this point. I mean, I mean, like every time it comes around on the calendar, the, like, the date every year. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah not, never forget. Never forget. Um, so yeah, they flag up in the beginning. Gossip Girl has a voiceover saying that uh, Nate's helping to close up the family yacht for the season, so that's why he's going to be absent. I guess maybe Chuck went with them or something. Or yeah, with I Nate out so. of the out of town for the for the weekend, Chuck's just uh, too depressed to get out of bed or yeah, something. How does work know, in, but, uh, in TV when they tell like people from the main cast like you're not in this episode? I never understand that. I get. I guess uh, Ed Westwick and uh, Chase Crawford just get a week off. Like I don't know. I, I guess, guess they don't yeah. have to. They just don't have to show up. I, maybe they took a nice vacation or something. I think I'm getting benched. Whatever. You know, mm. I, I'm I'm assuming they love it. It's not like a Seinfeld situation where uh, in one of the early episodes Kramer wasn't in it, and Michael Richard was like, "If you Freak ever write me out. out of an episode again, just kick me off the show because I am yeah. not interested." <laughs> Kramer wanted to be in Smaller every move. episode. <laughs> but I guess you also uh, and you know get paid per episode. I would think. Um. Yeah. Probably. Or maybe not. But. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, what's, you know, 21 episodes of pay as opposed to 22 episodes? Like, you're not missing out on that much of a payday. Yeah, I guess. Depending. Might I be, love vacation. Quite a few thousand dollars. Yeah, I, yeah, I love yeah, vacation. I'm a vacation guy. Big as, someone vacation who has, guy. <laughs> as someone who hasn't worked in over a year now, I uh, I love a good <laughs> vacation. Well, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily a vacation you're going on here. It's a year-long vacation. Although you have been doing some good traveling. Yeah. Lifelong vacation. That's right, and um, I need to get a I need to get a job in like the next six months. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I'm going to be broke. I love vacation, but I am really low on cash. Even I have my limits. I need to my my bank account's been going down for the last year. I need to bring it back <laughs> Straight up. Straight down. Haven't earned a cent. Anyway, um, so uh, with Nate out of the picture, Blair is free to focus on the most important event of the fall. We haven't heard about it yet, but her annual sleepover is the most important event of the fall it's been a tradition since the year 2000 uh i guess since she was eight or nine years old that would make her and uh, yeah. each one is more decadent than the last so we show blair getting ready for the sleepover um were you a big uh, slumber party guy back in the day oh my god i love sleepovers i love a good sleepover too yeah. i love a sl- love a slumber party it was always an event when someone when first someone asked me if i if i could sleep over and then if my mom said yes and i was allowed to oh I would always try to pull the all-nighter. Oh, yeah. you go, fuck yeah, thanks, Mom. Go right. you, you got to do the all-nighter. That's a big thing. You want to stay up to the try. sunrises. Um, but I definitely didn't have gin martinis at any of my sleepovers, that's for sure. <laughs> definitely not. There was uh, always parent supervision at mine as well. Uh, my mom would make sure of that, but uh, not so much at this one. Um, I remember... I don't remember sleeping at your house, but I remember sleeping in a tent in, the, in no. your backyard once. Yes, you, you slept in my backyard once. I, I've had a few tent parties in the back. Um, I think I used to have DeRosa sleep over in the basement a couple times. Uh, I would mostly sleep at his house, if any. And then there's the Sanchez years, which when we got a little bit older. Oh, um, yes. Less supervision for those years. That was, that was for a birthday party, and uh, we were in about like maybe eighth grade or something like that, and it was just the dad that was, was kind of in and out. Definitely when we got in, into the... Uh, into the porn years, I'll call them. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Well, I was, I was just gonna say. I remember when we when we slept over in a tent in your backyard, and uh, and Ganesh still talks about how bad your dad's pancakes were in the morning. <laughs> San- Sanchez talks so much shit about my dad's pancakes too. I thought he really more, he would more reference the uh, the microwaved eggs because I hate those. Those were really really rough. <laughs> 
my dad is a famously bad breakfast chef. <laughs> no one makes a worse breakfast than Brendan's dad. <laughs> so bad that people are still talking about it to this day. Ganesha just turned to Sanchez something and be like, yo, how bad were Brendan's dad's pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> they just high five over it. If they were upset about it, they just think it's hilarious how bad they are. No, yeah, it's it's always like a funny haha uh, joke. It's yeah. never, they're never pissed at, pissed at him for. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just got to out you really quick though at, at that famous Sanchez porn sleepover. Jesus Christ! <laughs> we as you guys are on Red Tube, and then uh, Mr. Sanchez walks in, and we all like, oh, co- cover the porn, cover the porn. And then he walks, you know, he seemingly walks out, and you you get up and you go, all right, back to the porn. But he didn't leave the room yet. <laughs> Yes, I, that, that did happen. I would like to exclude myself from this narrative, though. I was not the one bringing up the porn. That was <laughs> someone else entirely. It was not it my was. idea I mean, to play porn at, you... for the entire party. <laughs> it was a classic eighth grade porn party, but we can move on. Oh, my God. I was not expecting to, to talk about that. <laughs> the... <laughs> That's like the first sleepover memory that comes to mind when I think of sleepovers. Well, here I am. I'm The first thing that comes to my mind is a tent in your backyard. And the first thing that comes to your mind is... Is a tent in your pervy pants. Fourteen year... <laughs> Jesus Christ. The pervy 14-year-old eighth graders that we were <laughs> friends with. Oh, come on. Well, everybody in middle school is a perv. That is true. That is, yeah. That's my mantra, actually. <laughs> um. Blair probably throws amazing slumber parties, though. I'm jealous I never got to oh, yeah. go to one of those. Um, and, and, I mean, we see. They they definitely had a good time with their gin martinis. Um, and uh, Gossip Girl says that all that's missing is Sleepover Star and Waldorf BFF Serena Vanderwoodson. Hell of a, hell of a baseball card that Serena has there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sleepover Star and Waldorf BFF. Um, kind of foreshadowing the fact that Serena is not going to be interested in coming this year. Um, yep. But yeah, that's all we get at that for now. Um, at the art gallery, Dan has apparently taken all the money out of his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles piggy bank. Mm-hmm. Um, great taste in piggy bank, I guess. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. can't, I'm can't go wrong there. Yeah. Do you have a preference? Do you have a Do you have a favorite turtle? Um, I think I like Donatello. If I'm not, if I'm correct, but I, I always get them mixed up because there's, there's they're all turtles. I mean, it's easy to mix up. They are all turtles. Hard to tell them apart. They are all turtles. <laughs> they do wear different colors, but I believe yeah. I was always a Michelangelo guy. But uh, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't really understand the concept of like piggy banks, though. Like I, you just fill them up with change, and then like, like I I need I need money for shit now. Why would I put it in a pig and then never take it out? <laughs> That's a good point. I was hoping he was going to bring that whole pig, or like the whole bag of <laughs> change the to date. the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, That's I've got I it. <laughs> I was like, I hope I hope he went to a bank and like exchanged it for like bills or something, and he didn't actually yeah. go to the French restaurant with the bag of <laughs> I change. I was worried about that. <laughs> that would be more of like the sitcom move to, for him to like pull it up and just... Would have been yeah. great to, to go with the piggy bank and just smash the piggy bank at the restaurant. <laughs> How would like, you say? Like, like, Boom! <laughs> Like, if he's going to this fancy-ass restaurant and trying to pay and change, like, oh my god, that snooty waiter would have killed yeah, him. it's a good move. Um, but yeah, is the only way to, re- to open the piggy bank really, like, smash it open? This seems like such bad, no, like, they, design they usually have, like, trap doors in the bottom. But maybe, I think back in the day, they did not. They wanted you to smash them, so you could buy more. So what's the point? What's the point of any of this? Why? Just either save money or or spend money. You don't need a pig to put change in it. I... <laughs> Maybe I'm on that one here. Maybe maybe people love maybe people love piggy bank. Sound off in the comments if you're. A, Let's see. Let's hear it. 
If you're a Piggy Bank fan, hashtag Piggy. Oh. Nope. I got nothing. Piggy stank. Um, I was going to do that one for the people that don't like it, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or Piggy Dank? Is that a Dank? Oh, that's good. If you're a Piggy Bank fan, hashtag Piggy Dank. (laughs) If you hate Piggy Banks, (laughs) hashtag Piggy Stank. stank. Let us know. Let us know. (laughs) We nailed that. Um, So, yeah, Dan's got this date all planned out, finally, for once. Uh, He's got six pounds of plan, he says, I guess... uh, that is how much the uh, <laughs> that is how much the chain like bag of change <laughs> weighs. Not <laughs> insinuating anything else. Okay, all right. <laughs> you saw my face. I knew exactly what I thought. Weird, weird thing to say to your dad if you were <laughs> referencing something else. I got six pounds of plan tonight, Rufus. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, at least you didn't say six inches of plan. That'd have been. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the bloopers. <laughs> oh, Dear boy. Dad. I know you got <laughs> yeah. seven, Dad, but I'm still working up my way. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I know, I know, <laughs> thinking he could pay for this big fancy dank with, <laughs> fancy dank, fancy date with piggy bank money <laughs> is pretty laughable. So I, I am hoping he at least j- exchanged the coins for bills. Yes, um, yes, yes. Dan says, uh, this is Serena Vanderwoods, and I can't just take her to a movie. Even though, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that exactly what they had planned to do last week? Just go to a movie? <laughs> it is, yeah. Like, it's like they I, forgot I last for, week. For, yeah. for plot devices, week. I guess they just moved it into this nice dinner restaurant. They forgot last week even happened. I mean, I guess he's learning from his, stake, his mistakes. The movie didn't work out. Not because it was a movie, but because uh, Serena got sidetracked, as she's, as she's one to do. And um, she would have loved a movie, apparently. That, that would, would have been exactly what she would have loved. Oh, yeah. Serena... All episode is just begging to go on a poor person date. She just yeah. wants to. She wants to see how Dan's slumming it in, in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. See how the most like, maybe we'll get to wear. Live. Maybe we'll get to wear ratty T-shirts and walk mm-hmm. around. Um, well, I was gonna say that too. I, I feel like when he he goes to her apartment and sees her outfit, he's like, uh, like waiting for her to change already. Very rude. Very, very rude. so. Rude. We'll get to, we'll get to that. He's I didn't very even think rude. about that. I, I was like, I thought that was her outfit. And I realized he's like really expecting her to look fucking hot. Yeah. Um, Damn. So Rufus Rufus still hasn't told Allison about uh, that he sold her art piece. So I guess they do remember last week. Uh, it's yes. her first sale. Kind of a big deal. And he wants to drive up to Hudson and give it to her in person. Which, come on, Rufus. Get get over come her, man. On, so, as Dan me- mentioned, he's the only one that's kind of accepted the fact that the moms left them. Rufus and Jenny are still kind of in denial, but, uh... Yeah, it's tough when when your son's telling you, like, Dad, come on, give it up. Dan's here to hit him with the dose of reality. He's like, uh, I think a phone call would probably work fine here. Uh, she doesn't really like surprises. Mentioned some kind of 30th birthday party with a clown and a llama. Don't know. (laughs) Don't know how that went, but, uh... Yeah. So, yeah, Rufus agrees to call her. Uh, we have more mentions of the mom, and we still haven't met her. What's going on? What are they building her up for? We've heard uh, a little bit of her voice. I don't know if that's probably not the actual... Do we... Spoiler, you can spoil for me. Uh, uh-huh. Do you? Do we see her ever? We are Just... going to meet her soon enough. So I'm, but, assuming, uh, I'm assuming that's not her voice that we hear on the phone at any point. Probably. I can't point. confirm or deny that. Yeah, because yeah. uh, we hear like a I, couple I words, if anything. Yeah, but yeah, they they mention her every episode, but I'm surprised we still haven't met her yet. Uh, someone mom. who seems to be Maybe so important to the girl. plot, you'd think. Uh huh. Um. So we're at school. Serena's uh, trying to trying to get some answers about this date that she's going to go on. She finds Jenny in the hallway to ask her. Big moment for little Jay. I'm sure she's ecstatic yeah. to be to be seen in the hallways with Serena. Like who missed last I mean, episode? She, so she's coming in with the hot one today. That's right. 
Um, so, uh, Jenny lets Serena know that jeans and a t-shirt should be fine for the date. Um, I guess she got, I guess this was bad intel. Jenny doesn't really, uh, Dan, Jenny has no faith in Dan to actually pull together something fancy. Yeah. Because, uh, <clears throat> I, Serena was supposed to dress up, but, uh, Jenny gives her some bad advice here. Oh, so this is maybe where she, uh, she, so she thought she was maybe dressed well enough and then she saw Dan. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, she was dressed better than just jeans and a t-shirt, I think, I, but whatever. Um. Yeah. Luckily, I've never had to plan for a first date, so I don't know. I don't know how that would go for me, but I think I'd probably just invite uh, the person over to watch like Gossip Girl or something. <laughs> I think that'd be my idea. You're in, high, you're, in, you're in high school, in like yeah. 11th grade. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not breaking out the piggy bank on a first no, no, date. No way. Maybe I would, some. I would maybe ask some my food. parents for money. Probably like, hey, like yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't work. I'm in high school, so send me some cash, bro. <laughs> Can I have an advance on my allowance, please? <laughs> you aren't your your son to get some dome, then throw me some cash. <laughs> that's my, um, yeah, that's my impression of myself. I think watching TV with someone's the best way to get to know them. You don't need to do a fancy dinner. I would just say we're watching yeah, Gossip Girl. Come to my house and. Uh, but you get he wants to impress the rich. Oh, I I know I know how Dan works. You get Dan it. Dan doesn't think the way I think. No, he's um, a simple minded fool. Eric calls uh, calls Serena. Jenny says to say hi, and Eric says hi back. <clears throat> Love these two. Mm-hmm. They're saying hi to each other, great. huh? Huh? That's great. Hello. Um, Eric's saying he gets to come home for this weekend. He's very excited. <laughs> um, and Blair's also excited because that gives Eric and his mom some time to catch up while uh, Serena's at her sleepover soiree, as she likes to call soiree. it now. Oh, I love um, the soiree. Serena's clearly forgotten. I love yes. the soiree. Serena has clearly forgotten about this. Which, come on, come on, Serena. It's the most important night of the fall. See, I, I was trying to What's figure this doing? out too. If she had already had plans before. Blair's thing, but I feel like this sounds like it's like an annual event. It does, and I'm surprised that Blair hasn't been like calling her with daily reminders leading up to the soiree. <laughs> she probably like, has off screen five more days till this. But then Serena, because Serena acts like she doesn't know what she's talking about at first. Like what? Yeah. What do you mean tonight? What do you mean big day? Yeah, but I guess she, um, she does need to like kind of uh, finally go on a real date with with Dan. So I, I understand where she's coming from. Well, okay. So hold on, hold that thought because Serena says she can't make it because of Dan. But first of all, this is a big. Uh, annual. I don't even know what the. It's. I guess it's not for an occasion. It's just a fall sleepover. But apparently, it's a big <laughs> event. So why? I know Dan will be annoyed if they reschedule again. But this is clearly important to yeah. Dan, to Blair. You could, you know, push the date back one more night. It's not going to kill anyone. But more importantly, uh, again, referencing that they forgot last episode. Didn't we see them make these date plans last episode? And Blair was right there and said, "I think we can agree to those terms." Right. Yeah, they, they, like you said, they kind of just forgot about everything that happened last yeah. week. Was it, Am I stupid? Didn't Dan say, no, no, like, no, alright, so uh, Friday at 8, and Blair was right there, and she's like, we can agree yeah. to that. Did Blair forget she was throwing this big sleepover? Yeah, I, I, that kind of shit does bother me. Like I, They're too lazy just, like, to reference what actually <laughs> It's in the last episode! Last yeah. Why would she you say Friday works for us? You don't have to dig too deep in the archives <laughs> to find out what you guys wrote. Why does she say Friday works for us if she's going to have her big sleepover? Yeah. Get your shit together, Blair. But yeah, as far as... Far as uh, Serena kind of denying Blair this this outing. I I understand her kind of being just like, yeah, you know, I, I think she probably thinks that everything that Blair does is going to be like a big big thing, no matter what she yeah. feels. That's just the way she is. So she's like, ah, oh, sorry, I can't make this one. Uh, yeah, just, you know, assuming that we are just moving past uh, the writing issues. And yeah. uh, Blair Blair takes this surprisingly well. I feel like if it was a, in yeah. the first couple of episodes, maybe she would have. Uh... Right. Really it made a big just deal goes out to of show this. how good of terms they are on at the time. Exactly. Not yeah. not the hugest deal. 
Um, Serena says maybe they can swing by, but Blair is not a stop along the way. She is a destination. You tell him, Blair. Mm-hmm. Um, Blair uh, needs to consult this official waiting list he has. She has to find a, a replacement. I guess she has a bunch of people trying to trying to get in. But she has a better idea as she sees Jenny, who happens to just be in the right place at right time. Once again, things are coming up, Jenny. Yeah. Um, not sure what Blair has her up her sleeves yet, but Jenny's eyes are lighting up. This, you know, this could be another ticket in for her into the inside. Mm-hmm. Which is all she wants, baby. That's all she Seemingly wants. Seemingly all she wants. Very, very adorable when she's excited. She's very, very happy to get yeah, this she invite. Yeah, she's like bouncy. Um, and yeah, yeah, she is. Yep. And uh, we <laughs> cut to these random girls who we've, li- we've literally never seen before, but they're taking bets on how long Jenny will last. They don't think she's going to last more <laughs> than an hour. So uh, these these strangers yeah. apparently have something up their sleeves. They're, they're on the they, waiting list. They're, they're not even going to def- go because they're on the waiting list, but they're just <laughs> making comments and bets on this. I didn't even take the time to... Uh, figure out what their names are, because uh, they are very irrelevant. Um, yeah. Re- replacement level uh, minions. Exactly. Um, at the hospital, now all of a sudden, again, Lily doesn't want Eric to come home. Poor guy. This guy's just getting yanked around all over the place. Yeah. Um, he was all excited about his weekend, too. Yeah, and Lily's like, uh, even if I said yes, you know, you, you can't just walk out of here you know, anyway, which is very funny because we have seen how bad the security is here that, yes, he <laughs> right. can, yes, he can just walk out he of sure here, can. apparently, anytime he wants to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand Lily's reasoning at all. She's like, if you still think I'm keeping you here, that just proves how not ready you are to come home. I don't understand this logic. I I feel like she just doesn't No, that's, doesn't that's just want... like a, annoying parent logic. She's just being a dick again. She She doesn't want him to come home for some unspecified reason. Just let your son have some fun. Why not? Yeah, because never... just, just, he's just going to get more depressed in there. Yeah, I don't. I feel like we didn't really get her thinking on why she really just wants to keep him locked up. I guess she's just really not ready to deal with the with the situation yet still. Yeah, and then by the end of the episode, I kind of feel like I sympathize with her a little bit as far as just being like overly worried about her kid and not yeah. knowing where she went wrong. Yeah, we'll get a nice human moment from her later. Yeah, finally. Um, Dan picks up Serena, and this is when he's very rude. Serena answers the door, and he just... <laughs> Very brazenly is like, uh, oh, am I, uh, am I early or, uh, you gonna change into something presentable? When, when clearly she's obviously ready to go. She has her bag in hand. She's not like, like, oh, uh, yeah. No, she, I'm, she took that, she took that really well too. Yeah. She's like, oh, no, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm running late. Uh, and creepy Dan's gonna stick around and watch her change. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. As he does every week. And this time Lily catches him, which is very funny. Lily like, comes behind him and goes, What are you looking at? And they just watch together. <laughs> what are you looking at, Danny boy? <laughs> Isn't she gorgeous? <laughs> <laughs> Young, blonde, and beautiful. That's my daughter, all right. That's my girl. Um, Dan tries to ease the tension with a joke, to which Lily replies, It makes jokes. Cute. <laughs> Murdered him again. Murdered him. She just really yeah, knows how to eviscerate someone. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably leave at this point. Like, all right, see ya, Serena. <laughs> like, Serena, I can't. I, gotta go. I can't bounce back from that. No. Um, Dan's gonna keep trying to make jokes, talk about his mole people or whatever. He's just rambling. Uh, <sighs> luckily, Serena's gonna save him because she she's hot again now and she's ready to go. Yeah, hot enough for Dan. Yeah, Dan's like, oh, finally, you look good. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's get out of here, babe. Yeah. And that's what when uh, now. <laughs> Now it's Lily's turn to be rude, and she's going to be like, you're not wearing that with that, are you? And uh, yeah, give Serena better... shitting all over this beautiful girl. <laughs> just shitting all over Serena. 
So she'll fix that by giving Serena a better bag to go with her dress, which is apparently just lying on the couch. She's like, yeah. here, take this bag instead. Just reaches up. <laughs> but the problem with that, Serena already had her phone in the bag that she had. Doesn't notice. <laughs> leaving the phone behind. So uh, that just may come into play later. Yeah, it just may. And by it just may, I mean it definitely will. Yeah, I don't know how people do this. I can never leave my house without my phone. I'm, like, constantly checking my pockets at all times. Yeah, there's I, a scene I'd... throughout the episode where she goes, oh, shit, my phone. She oh, shit, my phone. Yeah. She has no clue. Not a care in the world. I mean, this is the person that throws phones in the garbage. She's probably, she's probably just true. like, oh, yeah. my phone. Oh, did I throw that one out? I'll just uh, get a new one tomorrow. Do you on the way home if you stop at T-Mobile, Dan? <laughs> buy a new phone. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that I... Uh... I'd say that I never lose my phone, but I, I just did for the first time last week, so I can't even say uh, that uh, anymore. Yeah. Well, you got it back, didn't you? Yeah, yes, I did. Um, Lily uh, Lily tries lying to Serena uh, and saying that Eric was too tired to come home, but Serena like literally just talked to him, and he was excited to come home. So, you know, right. nice try, Lily. Not going to fall for it, though. Uh, and Lily says, okay, just be back, be back by 1 o'clock, which seems like a generous curfew for uh, these 16-year-olds. But yeah. I guess they're rich kids so maybe i'm surprised they even have a curfew at all did you have a what was your curfew situation back in high school uh none i don't think i had anything i was like i, I think i just like i would get home like on school yeah look I, at I you to, yeah i wanted to go to bed when i was tired but like weekends i don't think i had a curfew because usually, usually if i was with friends like late late night i was gonna sleep over their house anyway so yeah i, I had uh, lenient lenient uh, parents. I, I definitely had a Definitely had a curfew until I like completely rebelled and was like, "Yeah, my my rules now." <laughs> not not to brag, but I was a pretty badass teenager <laughs> once pretty I once cool I decided to rebel. Yeah, yeah, just just <laughs> saying. Uh, the date I'm begins. <laughs> the day the day begins. They go outside. Serena just assumes that Dan has gotten them a Vespa, and this always cracks me up because <laughs> she's she's. She's so confident about this. She has no, she has no reason oh, to think that's, that uh, that's parked on the sidewalk. She has this, yeah. She has this idea that Dan's gonna take her on like the wackiest date. She has no reason to see this vestment, think that Dan got it for her, and she, she like gets on top of it and sits there. The balls on this one. Yeah. It's like, how did you know? Like, yeah. How would I know? Like, I don't know that you're fucking your fucking trips yeah. to you, wherever she how said. How did you? Like, I, how did you know? I always love vestments. <laughs> we never talked about yeah, it. So Lily never know. let her learn. <laughs> Lily never let her learn how to drive one because that's what drivers are for. And uh, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, Dan just got them a, a boring old car to ride in. Boring old car, boring old Dan. Would have been would have been funny if the owner of the Vespa caught them and was like, "What the fuck are you I, doing?" I was hoping for that too. With <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like a crazy Italian accent, get off of my Vespa! The f- what the fuck are you doing on my Vespa? <laughs> like that? Yeah, the fuck out of here! The fuck out of here! I'm 25% Italian, so I can, I can <laughs> you do can that. You can do that. Same. I'm allowed. Uh, spotted on the steps of the palace, Cinderella stepping onto a pumpkin instead of her carriage. Lucky for Lonely Boy, there is more than one table filling our inbox. So yeah, Serena almost seems annoyed that he didn't get her a Vespa, but, you know, like, like we were saying, how could he have known that? <laughs> right. Serena doesn't. Serena's not like the other rich girls. She doesn't want this rich fancy date. She wants to slum it with Dan. Yeah, that's why I'm a fan so far. Big fan. Um... Jenny arrives at her sleepover party. Uh, she's got her adorable little sleeping bag. She's ready to go. Yep. Uh, Dorota here takes it from her character development. Dorota has another line in this episode. Be on the lookout. That's a person we care about? <laughs> yes, Dorota. We love her. She's, she's going to be one of our favorite characters. That's crazy. Good for her. She must have risen the ranks flagging- as, like a, as a, like a background actress. <laughs> That's why I'm flagging up every time 
every time she has like even one line. I remember you saying that name. I don't think I even realized she was uh, like she was part of Blair's world. No, oh, she is. I mean, she. I mean, Blair really hasn't had like parents. Like for Dorota's like the person that kind of like raised her. Okay. So we'll we'll find out more about that in uh, right. future episodes. Um, I am kind of surprised here that Rufus just let Jenny go. Like, like I said, there's no parents. Rufus kind of like knows of Blair, and Dan knows Blair, knows that Blair's like trouble, and like wouldn't want Jenny hanging out with her. But uh, I guess Rufus is like too in his feelings today to care about anything. I guess so, but I feel like fourteen year olds and like living in the city kind of changes you. I feel like city kids kind of just like roam about the world as they please. I guess, but I feel like with Blair, like Dan and Rufus both would have been like asking questions and like. Not letting her go if there's no parents or anything. Rufus just seemed to be a, a responsible parent, but he's probably just like, Why won't Allison talk to me? My, what, Jenny? You want to go wife. to sleepover? All right, fine. <laughs> here's some uh, gin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's an inside tip, little Jay. The faster you rise, the harder you fall. Hope that Hello Kitty sleeping bag doubles as a parachute. And uh, let the games begin. Let him go. Back to the uh, back to the fancy restaurant, and Dan Dan's trying to impress Serena with this fancy ass date. Uh, I, he really thought his piggy bank money would be enough for this place, I guess. Like, um, what what didn't he like check the prices of everything? Like, he researched for I this am. date so hard, he like planned so hard for this date, this this six pound plan that he had, and he didn't like right make it's, sure it's, that he was gonna, gonna go to a place like where he actually had enough money. I know, for I, yeah, exactly. If you're if you're gonna Use your literal piggy bank money. You got to go to a place that you have like way more than enough. You you can't go to the place. Like yeah, exactly. Then, like, only have enough to cover the bill, and then like give them like a five percent tip, and like, yeah. also not have an entree. Like, yeah, exactly. Not, and, and then hope that they don't they don't want a dessert either. Like you can't be <laughs> slumming it like that. Yeah, because it's not like Serena got anything extravagant here. It's not like Serena was ordering half the menu. She get just gets an entree, and Dan's like, right. "Oh shit, she got an entree. I'm not gonna be having enough. I'm not gonna have enough money." <laughs> like, what do you think was gonna happen? Yeah, but I also didn't understand yeah. what she was doing the whole time. Like when, like they were eating, they they weren't talking. She would just like looked uncomfortable the whole time. I was like, I'm yeah, sure like, like what she, she was doing. I was like, what? What's the problem? She, she wasn't even like pretending to have a have a good time. She was yeah. not even cracking a smile. She was just like painfully uncomfortable at this place. Right. Dan's th- striking out all over the place because Serena just wants to do why. like poor people yeah. stuff with him. Uh, does she even like Dan, or does she just want to rebel against the Upper East Side? And like Dan's the hottest right, option right just now. Likes, she just likes poor people. That's what I'm saying. She's got a she's she's got a Brooklyn fetish. Yeah, and she um, do go to a dive bar. It's very very Brooklyn. <laughs> I know. Um, very uncomfortable date. I, he's trying to pretend like he's been there before. So Serena knows. Serena can see through the bullshit. Uh, Dan's trying to again ease attention with jokes, not landing again. Um, and yeah, so when, uh, Serena goes to the, goes to the bathroom, uh, he's apparently just now realizing how expensive this is going to be. He cancels his main dish while Serena's in the bathroom, uh, and is just gonna hope that she doesn't notice, I get, I guess. The waiter is clearly not having this. This guy fucking hates Dan. Yeah. This and guy, her, her dishes, I think, is $78, I think, which was she was Yeah. Getting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, not gonna be, I think that was probably more than what was in that. Yeah, I wonder. Him, I wonder I how much money Dan showed up with, and that he thought was going to be enough. Yeah. Um, what a fool. We don't see any of these people with jobs, really. So I don't know how. No, that's true. I know. How does he have money? I mean, the rich kids just get money from their parents. I don't know what yeah, Dan's parents for money hard. though. I don't know. Yeah, but he, he was definitely um, uh, least funny in the episode. This this episode, I have to say. What? 
He was least 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 funny in this episode. Oh yeah, of, yeah. of all the people. Yep. Um. So back to the slumber party. Jenny's having her little fa- fashion montage with Blair. Seems to be having fun, and they uh they get to one, and Blair comments that Jenny's outfit is too Hannah Montana. <laughs> and this <laughs> yeah. is this is a reference because apparently Taylor Momsen was almost chosen to play Hannah Montana, but Miley oh, Cyrus no got the role. Imagine imagine uh, little Jenny as Hannah Montana. I was gonna say because this is pretty much like right. At the time of, of Hannah Montana, like, is it that year or the year before the Hannah Montana starts? I, I think they both. I think they both premiered in two thousand seven. It might be two thousand six. That was Hannah Montana, but yeah, yeah both around that time Very period. Topical. So yeah, um, Blair hands Jenny a martini, but Jenny tries to decline because she doesn't like vodka. Guess she's not a big drinker, and Blair says it's okay because it, it's gin as it should be, and she's. Very adamant about this. I, I take no sides in this clearly heated vodka v gin martini debate. I don't know if you have any preference. Well, being uh, an alcohol podcast host, I have to say that gin is slightly superior. I mean, gin is just uh, vodka with infused botanicals. And so which, you're to with, me, this makes it better. So you're with Blair with on gin. this one. I'm with Blair on this one. Big, I'm huge on Blair's side. All right. So uh, they're going to do Truth or Dare now. And uh, Jenny loves Truth or Dare. She says that once she had to eat an entire bag of marshmallows. And this is really, this is the craziest thing she could come up with. Like, I feel like that's not that crazy. <laughs> It's like one time I had to eat an entire bag of marshmallows. (laughs) I'd have told her to leave. I'd have told her to leave. Jesus, you know, don't just get the fuck out. Um, Blair, Blair's like, well, that's not how we play here, and it just cuts to two of the guests just making out. So, (laughs) (laughs) let me. It's not just the dare; it's just make out with your friends. What I'm saying is that Blair clearly hosts this sleepover party every year so she can play this game of truth or dare just so she can have an excuse to make out with girls because she is gay and in yeah, love with Serena. Truth's not an option. Just let me watch all my friends make out and get some action myself. They don't the reference evi- any more of this, this, these hookups. The evidence is piling up here. So far, five episodes in, it's... it's Blair is gay and in love with Serena. Less and less hetero. Well, we didn't get to that I'm second not, part this I'm episode, not crazy. Yeah, I don't think, but... I don't think you are, but I need, I need a little bit more convincing. We're getting it. We're on track, though, for it. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> the stare down helped a little bit. That you back just at the gallery. <laughs> um, Rufus finally calls Allison. Uh, guy answers. He hangs up like a scared little teenager, but uh, he summons up the courage to call again. Same guy answers. So Rufus is, assumes he has the wrong number, but yeah, we, we know what's happening here. Uh, the guy's like, oh, yeah, bro. Allison's getting out of the shower. And uh, Rufus realizes that uh, this guy's staying with her, with her while while he's been pining over for her the last two months. Allison's got some guy in her apartment answering the phone for her while she's showering. You know, Dan tried to warn you guys. He knew it's it's it's, it's a tough look for my guy. <laughs> tough look for my guy. Rufus. Reading reading right off your shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in case you forgot what your line was, I have it written on my, my shirt here. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You actually just have cue cards for all my lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something you guys don't know about this podcast is I actually plan out what Brendan's going to say and I just send him over a bunch of note cards. <laughs> yeah. Down to sad, the left. sad, sad, sad Rufus hangs up on her. Yeah, poor guy. Since it's such a little baby. Such a little baby. Uh... Back at the restaurant, Dan tries to pretend that his uh, appetizer was the entree. Guess I was gonna say I guess Serena didn't pay attention to what he ordered, but I, I think at this point she's just like pretending not to notice, just to make this less awkward and less embarrassing for him. She's just like, "Oh yeah, that's your that appetizer's your entree, all right, sure." Um, <laughs> <laughs> a 
Like we said, she's not even... That makes it even more embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Not even pretending to have a good time. Uh, And then we get the reveal that Serena has already taken care of the check earlier. And come on, Serena. You you have to to assume this is going to bruise Dan's ego again. Like, he he busted out the piggy bank for this, and now he's not even going to get to use it. But, uh... I guess Dan also takes it relatively well. Um... But Serena should have come up with some kind of ruse with the waiter while Dan was in the bathroom. Like, listen, I'm going to pay for you, but he's going to try to pay. Just pretend like you're letting him pay, and then, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I actually had to do something similar to this um, when I was on vacation in Key West recently. We oh. were trying to pay for all the parents. Cause we, so we we travel with quite a crew. and we go to Key West, we travel with uh, eight people. And uh, all, the, all the kids, four kids and four adults, the kids being like the youngest of them is 27. Uh, all the adults are in their 60s so they, they pay for a good portion of the trip but there's one night where like you know let's let's, let's say thank you for this trip like by, by uh like paying for this big dinner and just like splitting it between the, the four youngsters uh but it was my job to try and like pay for the bill behind their backs because otherwise mm-hmm. they would never let us do that mm-hmm. um so i was like i don't know how to do this like stealthily so i just got up and uh just, like ran into the kitchen and I like, started like yelling for our waiter, and, and found him. And, just, like, and you started, hey. and you, you ran into the ki- you ran into the kitchen. You started yelling, "Fire! Fire!" <laughs> and then when and nobody had to you, pay at the entire restaurant, <laughs> you took the waiter, and you were like, "Now that we've distracted them, like, <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it." That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, I see. I'm I'm not like you and Dan. I have no pride. If someone wants to pay for me, I'm just gonna let them. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I, I just I do I do the rest of the uh, the vacation, so just no, I, just the I, one, I, just the one day. Um. So yeah, this was another potential disaster first date for them, but uh, like I said, Dan takes this kind of well and says, "All right, if you wanna if you want a Dan Humphrey date, you're gonna get a Dan Humphrey date." And he loosens <laughs> his tie, and you know they're ready for you. And Serena's never been happier. She's like, "We're gonna get to do poor people stuff." Yeah. So I have a theory about that scene. I, I feel like Dan was supposed to be taking off the tie. And he seemed like he really could not get that tie off. He was yanking it and yanking it for like ten minutes, and it seemed like it didn't loosen up at all. He's like, you know, it was supposed to be just loose. It wasn't. I wasn't supposed to actually take it off. That was what I, I, yeah, what I gathered went, from from that this scene. This went according to plan. <laughs> right. All right. You're probably right. Um, yeah. Spotted fleeing dessert. S and lonely boy, lighter than air, and heading downtown. Um, Gossip Girl calls. Serena S a lot, and Blair calls her S sometimes too. And I, we were recently talking about uh, Gossip Girl in one of my many various group chats. Mm-hmm. And my friend said that his main problem with Gossip Girl was that the the nickname S doesn't work. How do you feel about that? Care to comment? He wants it to work better. Like he likes the, the nickname and doesn't no, like no, that no. it's not used enough, or it's used N- too much and it doesn't sound good. Yeah, people saying S like he said there there's certain names <clears throat> that you could get away with just calling them initial. S is not one of those initials. When someone has an S name, you can't just call them S. Yeah, I, would, that, I don't like it either. I, I oh, was so like only, only Gossip Girl uses it, though, for the most part. I've heard Blair call her S sometimes. Yeah. No, it's it's bad. I, I agree with that. Person. Wow. Okay, so this theory has legs. Sounds It sounds stupid. Yeah, I guess I'm just so used to it, I don't really, uh, don't really think feel... You think about someone calling you M. Yeah, what, up, what up, M? Yeah, that would be dumb. Yeah. That would be really dumb. No good. I wouldn't watch a show that had someone named M. I think anything that like ends in a consonant doesn't really sound that great for like a one syllable thing. Right, like, right. I, B, I what B's you're with a yeah, so that that, that right. sounds better. B yeah, B's a classic. Yeah. What up, B? What up, B? I get that all anyway. the time. There you go. Uh, back at the sleepover. Or up, I get a what Blair. up C for Mr. Cream. <laughs> what up, Mr. C? <laughs> 
Blair, Blair takes Jenny's phone, sees that Eric fears, okay, <laughs> sees that Eric is still in the hospital, and uh, inspiration strikes. She uh, dismisses the rest of the girls uh, and tells Jenny, let's ramp this up, truth or dare. Oh, and you already use your truth, which is a good rule, by the way. I believe I believe when we played in camp, we also uh, limited the amount of truths that you could do. Fair, yeah. And uh, do, do you remember those days, playing truth or dare at uh, the old fireman's park camp? I feel like I did it, again, more at sleepovers than anything else. I don't remember oh. playing that much truth or dare. Oh, I remember we had a camp. big truth or dare game at a fireman's camp one year. And not to brag, but uh, me and DeRosa were the truth or dare champions. That just, that's now seeing the two of you neck and neck to start to ring a, little, a bell a little bit. I mean, it's can actually you, pretty... Give me, give me an example of like, what some of the truths or dares I was going to say, it's actually pretty... Gr- I think once you <laughs> said truth, you could... I don't... I think... Blair was right in that you couldn't do back-to-back truths. I think we wanted to do dares anyway, and it's actually kind of gross because most of them just consisted of uh, picking up like dirty pieces of cheese off the <laughs> off the ground and saying like I dare you to eat this, and then we'd have to like yeah. eat it. And then I remember there were there were three rules. Do you remember? Do you remember what the three rules were? Uh, no, no. Okay, so rule. I don't know why I still remember this. Rule one: no gay shit, which is fucked up. Because, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's ringing what's, the bell now. What's the point of playing truth or dare if you're not going to do gay shit? I know Claire agrees. <laughs> that is, yeah, right. That's the entire point of her <laughs> truth or dare. Truth or dare was invented for bi curious boys and girls to make out with <laughs> right. their friends. Like, right. So we were totally missing the point. So, yeah, we were missing the point. And then uh, rule two was nothing that'll get us kicked out of camp. And then, like, rule three was nothing that will endanger our lives. So we couldn't be like, I dare you to run into traffic and get hit by a car. <laughs> Fair. Which <laughs> we tried. Didn't work. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I also like it. that we, we had so much integrity for the camp that we didn't, we, like, we cared about that camp so much. We were like, nothing that would ever get us kicked out of this <laughs> camp that's free <laughs> yeah. for our parents. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> so we just, like, hang out in fucking sand lots all day. Like, it's not a nice place. And eat dirty pieces of cheese from the ground. <laughs> I, that's the one that sticks with me. I just remember gagging on a piece of cheese. Oh, boy. Oh, anyway, enough of that tangent. Um, Blair's going to dare Jenny to break Eric out of the hospital, which I would normally be like, this is so unreasonable. Like, this, of course you can't break someone out of a psychiatric hospital, but we've already seen how insanely easy to break someone out of the Ostrov Center. Yes. It is. It has happened already, and we're going to do it two times in the first five episodes. We're going <laughs> to easily be... You would think they learn, and, like, especially with Eric in particular, they would put extra security by his door. <laughs> right. Uh, but Jenny is down and unafraid. She's, she's ready to do it. Yeah, she is. She's really shown some chutzpah. And we we immediately cut to Jenny entering uh, Eric's hospital room after hours, and then we cut back to Blair, and she's distracting the hospital employees with her pretty pretty funny bit, doing her best acting and pretending shit that she's on a, on a bunch of drugs. Um, yeah, I like. I <laughs> she like does a good job Blair. here. Blair, Blair has. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Um, I can't believe this was enough to allow Jenny to sneak in. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> they really need to get better security. Yeah. What do they call, like, they call one person uh, comes in a code yellow for like this is a normal occurrence like all right we got a code yellow in here yeah they call it code yellow and then just leave her alone <laughs> they're like all right wait here we're gonna get someone and they just leave her there yeah like no wonder people are just breaking in and out of this place <laughs> do they not have locks like on the main doors like what is going on it's a disaster i don't know what the rest of the girls are doing at this, at this point either but uh they ask, she asks Blair what drugs she's been taking. She says, caffeine, nicotine, ketamine, GHB, PCP, LCD, diazepam, lorazepam, <laughs> all the pants, really. I don't discriminate. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> and I, either, I tried to qualify this very for impressive... best joke of the night, but it didn't qualify as a joke. Ah, uh, yes. Just either a, very just impressive or very concerning. 
that uh, Blair's yeah. just able to rattle all of them off. <laughs> right. That was like a county bang uh, bang either, bit almost. Yeah, yeah. Either she did her research or uh, she is, already knows <laughs> a lot of these drugs off the back of her head. Most likely that. Yeah. Um, and then, as I said, the employee just leaves her alone. Don't know what she's thinking there, but uh, Eric's concerned a little bit that Blair is there, but that is not going to be enough to stop him from leaving because that's all he wants is to just get out of there. <laughs> right. Lily gets a call, um, and it's pretty much just a call that's like, uh, well, I've just been informed that your child is missing. <laughs> and uh, they tell her that he was with someone young, blonde, and beautiful. And first of all, yep. you know, Jenny's a cute girl and all. Um, 14, so we don't we don't like to sexualize her. But uh, I, I, I didn't know that she was so beautiful that a random hospital attendants are, like, describing her as... Who's she with? Oh, someone that is uh, young, blonde, and definitely beautiful. Like, it just a picture right, a beautiful really person, a and that's who he's with. Word. And then, of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like she's so beautiful that that's the only way to describe her. And also these uh, these narcissi- these narcissists, narc- God, I can't talk. These narcissistic God. Vanderwoodsons, of course. Uh, Lily hears this, and she's like, "Young, blonde, and beautiful." Yep, that's Serena. That that's is my, my daughter, Zeta. the only young, blonde, beautiful girl in all of the city. Um, yeah. I, I understand that it's a logical conclusion to jump to that he's with her sister, but still, it's still very funny that she's just like, here's young, blonde, and beautiful, and automatically assumes that it's Serena, even though she's on a date right now. Right. She thinks that Serena's date <laughs> is, um, is just her breaking Eric out of the Allstrap Center. Yeah, what a, what a fun date. Um, so yeah, Serena's finally gets what she wants. She gets to have a nice little dive bar date with Dan, uh, and he's gonna pay for her duck by beating some guy named Joe in a game of pool. Cool guy. Pretty, pretty, sounds pretty cool to me. guy. Cool guy. And uh, they're they're going to do the classic flirting over a game of pool. Not not much to see here as of now. No, I, I feel like this whole storyline is very classic. Like you have the dinner scene where like they clearly both don't want to be at this fancy place. Like let's just do like a, a real date. Like let, let's like be the be ourselves finally. And then they go. Yeah, and let's do like let's the, blow the this popsicle thing. stand. Yeah, you see all the time in sitcoms and whatnot. And then they do the pool scene. All mm-hmm. very classic so far. Mm-hmm. Lily calls Rufus, and this part also made me laugh out loud, because Rufus ridiculously answers the phone with, this better not be my wife. <laughs> and then we get from Lily, is this how oh, you always answer the phone? It's like, Rufus, do you always answer your phone like that? Which really made me laugh. Which to me, it didn't sound like, do you always do that? Or it sounded to me like she calls, and every time she calls, he says the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As this is a recurring thing. She's like, last time I called you, you this is what you said too. Like, better not be my wife. Yeah. So I, I ended speaking, up giving this, this fuck you little if you're my bit wife. The, the best joke of the night. Ah, yeah. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, this was the thing that made me laugh out loud. So good. Uh, yeah. Good call here. Um, Lily tells Rufus she needs Dan's phone number because Eric is missing, but Rufus wants to know missing from where. And she doesn't tell her just yet. But, um, so Lily calls Rufus to ask for Dan's number because Serena left her phone back. But if Serena left her phone, she could have easily just gotten Dan's number from Serena's cell phone, which he has left behind. Yes, this, yeah, this logic uh, gave me trouble as well. She just needs to reach into the bag, grab Serena's phone, which in 2007, I don't believe there's locks on the phone. It's just a simple little flip phone. And you just go through the contacts and find Dan's number. <laughs> Sounds about right to me. That episode over. That's it. Yeah. Cut the credits. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, uh little uh, they make it difficult. little 
little drunky Rufus won't do it because uh, Serena and Dan are on a date right now. So if they so they picked up Eric along the way, they must be having fun. I mean, I, I me personally, I'd think it's weird if they picked up her younger brother on their date. But uh, I do agree with him not giving out the phone number and ruining the date like that. And uh, yeah. he's going to hang up with her. A lot of, lot of phone hangups in this episode. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, definitely would be a strange move to like, oh, the date's not going well. Uh, I want to pick up your brother from the psych ward. <laughs> oh, I have somewhere to be, actually. I need to pick up my brother from the hospital. And I'll, I'll just come with you. Let's <laughs> hey, make right, part of the date. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Eric and Jenny are able to get into this club with Blair. And uh, this is like the event of the week here. That we're we're going to see all of our characters eventually pretty much get to this club. Um, mm. I, yeah, I don't know how these 14-year-olds are getting into this club. I have no idea. Yeah, this, it's, it's, it's crazy enough that, like, these 16, 17-year-olds are getting into a bar, like, regular bars, yeah. but I guess they just have money, but, like, this club for yeah, 14 I, I draw the line at these, Jenny here. Yeah. I draw the line at these little 14-year-olds. I don't know how that's happening. And then this, this yeah. 30-year-old man is hitting on Blair, and I, uh... Easily 30, maybe more. <laughs> yeah, right? I, this might have been in contention for one of my, uh, jokes of the episode, where, uh, Blair says... Well, my answer is usually never say never, but for you, I'll make an exception. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty that good. a legitimate joke. Uh, a good burn. Yeah, that was good. I wonder Maybe if she had that one pre-planned or if you just... Yeah, it was a good burn of the episode. Um, Jenny, it's Jenny's turn to uh, ask Blair truth or dare, and Jenny dares Blair to make out with that guy and mean it. Can't just make out with it. You have to mean it also. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what that part meant. <laughs> Not sure what that means, but all right. And then uh, Blair just goes over, starts making out with it. I, I don't believe she technically had consent, but uh, the guy doesn't seem to mind, e- even though, as we will establish, he does have a girlfriend. And God, all of, all of these these guys are such losers. Dude, they're just like, woo! They're like, yeah, Hope Alice. I don't know, Alice, I don't think. That, oh, Amanda, right? Hope Amanda doesn't find out. I'm not going to tell her. Like, Jesus, guys, just yeah, yeah, yeah. keep it in your pants. He's making out with yeah. a 16-year-old right now. <laughs> but, uh... Pickpocket Blair is able to effortlessly seal his phone and dares Jenny to call the guy's girlfriend, Amanda. And Jenny's a natural here. Baller move. Fuck this yeah. guy. I don't care. Just fucking blow up his spot. So far, every time like the, the light has been on Jenny, she's knocked out of the park. She, yeah, she is uh, performing very well on his her feet this episode. Um, now, Bla- Blair was the one that kissed the guy, but to be fair, the, these fucking losers are all at a club hitting on teenagers and clearly not giving a shit about Amanda, so I I, I hope they ended up breaking up. Amanda Amanda also sucks, but... Also looks pro- too young for him. Yeah, Amanda also sucks, but prob- probably still way too good for him. Yeah. Um, I feel like Serena missed out on this sleep on this slumber party. You know, Dan's a cool guy and all, but sleepover seems like it was a lot of fun. Blair even proclaims it sleepover of the year. Yeah, she did. And that's she uh, that's a big pool. title. But also, she's also Bigger true. Bigger title... Bigger, She's trying to get it in with, with Dan now tonight. She's been one, waiting for that kiss. And I think they yeah. haven't shared at this point yet, still. No. All, all this just for a kiss, though? Yeah, I know. Pretty lame. All right. All, all right. right. Well, wh- whatever floats her boat, I guess. Uh, Serena's just playing pool like a loser, but I guess she's happy. Um, yeah, she's got all six pounds of Dan there with her, so. All <laughs> six pounds of Dan. <laughs> um Eric's just awkwardly sitting there at the table while all the girls toast. But uh, I think <laughs> he's he really lucked out. out get- <laughs> he, yeah, he really lucked out getting to just randomly go to this party with a bunch of hot rich girls. Yeah, <laughs> just making out with the old men. Like, he thought his night was just going to be staying at a, yeah. at a hospital reading a magazine. And now, cut to being in this club somehow, and all these pretty girls are just hanging out with him. And a rollercoaster of emotions for this guy. Huh? And then uh, Gossip Girl cuts in. Hey, everybody's got to start somewhere. Maybe little Jay isn't so little anymore. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, back at the pool table, Serena's going to flirt with Dan by being bad at pool, and then Dan's going to be the classic cool guy and teach Serena how to play, put the arm around her, show her how to shoot. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can't actually learn how to play pool this way, and this this move was solely invented for, for couples to get lucky on dates. Yeah. I think there's also a lot of room for innuendos, so it's like the pool stick thing. Like what? Give an example. Well, while well, well, he's, <laughs> well, he's teaching her how to shoot, um, he could, uh, <laughs> well, she she could make a joke and go, I thought we were only using one pool stick. And she could, you could pretend that he's like, giving her a little poke in the back kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Something of that nature. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Missed opportunity. <laughs> or they, you, there's plenty of pocket pool jokes to make. Well, they, she does say that, uh, they are about to kiss when Dan's phone starts ringing and, uh, yeah, Serena yeah, says, okay. there's something vibrating in your pocket, and I really hope it's your phone. Right. And not your vibrating dick, I guess, is yeah, I guess that's insinuation. <laughs> <laughs> I hope right. your boner isn't vibrating right now, and that's just your phone. <laughs> like, the joke worked until you really, like, break it down like that. <laughs> like, they're about to kiss, and all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> he has some kind of robotic <laughs> penis, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be really concerned if it wasn't his phone, too, to be right. honest. Um, yeah, so Rufus at least took the initiative here to call Dan and tell him Eric's missing. And I love that all of their dates just end with them saving one of their younger siblings. It's true. It's a staple of the date at this point. Right, anytime they hang out, it gets cut like, off by somebody else. Yeah, so what do you want to do tonight? Dinner, pool, and then we'll uh, save one of siblings? our younger siblings? Yes, sounds good to me. Do you know, the, do you know the, the track that was playing during this pool scene? Uh, no, I don't. I'll be honest. We had uh, Mom, I'm Coming Home by Ozzy Osbourne. That's what was playing? I know you like this kind of music, yeah. Oh, that's that's, that's the song that Serena know. plays. Yeah, she puts it on yes. a dance surprise she likes this kind of music, because obviously rich popular girls must have bad taste in music. Yeah, Popular mm-hmm. people get a bad rap, because the people writing they these do. shows are all uh, nerdy screenwriters that were like picked on in high school, and they always Probably, get back right. at the rich people saying, rich people don't like good music, and then they make the nerdy people get with the... With the cool... Anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, you probably reference I'm saying... Like super underground Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Hashtag justice for popular people. Yes. We're not all that bad. <laughs> That's right. Cream included. I... See, I always prefer... I always prefer the term uh, well-known and well-liked, because popular is such a negative connotation. I, I like that. That's good. I was very well-known and well-liked back in my day. Still am, really. <laughs> so many friends. <laughs> That's good. For you. <laughs> uh, back at the loft, Lily obviously knows where Rufus lives because she comes by, and uh, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> "Very surprising, but my my people don't know any of your people. Either Dan Humphreys an alias, or your son <laughs> is very unpopular." And, <laughs> uh, so she has gone through all this trouble. She has called her people and tried to find Dan's number, like gone through all this tracking. Probably called like private investigators and stuff. But she still has not just checked Serena's phone. I have to assume that Lily is not that stupid, and so I'm forced to believe that this was all just a ruse to hang out with the Dilf. Sounds like it. I think she saw her opening, and she was like, ooh, I can uh, make myself a night out of this. Rufus still knows pretend how to... to hate him, yeah. Yeah, Rufus knows how to cook. Let me go over. I could do some drinking with him. He's obviously pretty drunk right now. Maybe something will happen. I see what you're doing, Lily. But as soon as she comes in, and she's like, you know what? Uh, you can cook for me. Yeah. I immediately the real... think, like... <laughs> Yeah, well, very presumptuous, but also, like, is every single Humphrey going to fuck every single Vanderwoodson? <laughs> is every single Humphrey whipped by a Vanderwoodson? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a once one here. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You have the power. You have just Rufus and Lily now. You have 
Serena and Dan, and you have potentially Jenny and Eric as well. Right. So it's, it's all developing here. I mean, these Vanderwoodsons have the Humphreys in the palm of their hands, with the exception of Jenny and Eric. I think Jenny probably has the upper hand in that relationship. See, if if they all get married at the same time, does it ever become like a an incestual relationship kind of thing? Because as soon as like the mom and I dad mean, marry, then like, oh, I, I can't date my step-sibling. I have a feeling with this show, we are going to have plenty of opportunities to discuss the ethics of what is and what isn't suitable when it comes to oh. who is who is a stepbrother and who is not, and if you're allowed to date <laughs> oh, no. them or not. I, I, I have a feeling we I may have. Into an area. <laughs> I have a feeling we may have some things to talk <laughs> <Okay>. about. <laughs> Interesting. That so I don't want to. I don't want to waste the whole Sorry. ethics debate with that on this episode okay. when I okay. feel like we might have other episodes to talk. I no idea. About. I'd be stepping into something. Okay, great. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, Lily pulls the big power move of making him cook for her. Uh, back at the club. Dan and Serena bust in to save the day again, much like uh, when they went to the kiss on the lips party. But, uh, uh-oh, Amanda's also here. Immediately bumps into Serena and just assumes that Arena, Serena's the Claire girl that called you. Are you, imagine just arriving to oh, Claire, yeah. someone bumps into you and goes, are you her? Are you Claire? Like, why would you just assume that it's this person? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, the first person she say. bumps into is Claire. <laughs> um, they find Blair and the girls. There's about to be some drama. Uh, for some reason, Amanda wants to kill Blair for this, and it, it's so confusing, and just to, because I, I knew this was going to be confusing to break down, so just to, like, because everyone's here now, and everything's happening all at one time, so I just, I found the, the, the scene, and just the, the, the breakdown of who says what, and so Amanda's like, yep. where is she? The, the, the bro is like, baby, what, who? I'm here at the club with the guys. And then he finds, he sees Blair and's like, where's my phone? Dan shows up. He's like, hey, hey, let go of her. Who the hell are you? Blair's like, his phone's at the table. If you weren't so drunk and drooling over every girl in this place, you would have seen that. Amanda now wants to kill Blair. Blair's like, oh, you must be Amanda. I'd think twice before marrying him because he's a pig. Serena jumps in now and's like, back off her. Blair doesn't want Serena to defend her. Jenny shows up now and's like, I'm the one who called her. Now Dan's upset with that. And so all of this is happening. Amanda's like, she's the one with the tongue. Dan's like, whoa, whoa, tongue? What are you? What are you even doing here, Jenny? You're supposed to be at a you're supposed to be at a sleepover. And this is when Amanda's like, "You made out with a girl from a sleepover?" And Dan's like, "Fair question." Dan's like, "You made out with him?" And the guy's like, "No, I made out with her." And then Blair's like, "Ew, it was a dare." And Amanda says, "A dare? What are you children?" And that's when Dan's like, "Yeah, pretty much. She's 14." Like 14. <laughs> and the fucking stockbroker douche like makes this no better and just like, "I swear, okay. I had no idea, baby. I mean, look at her. She's jailbait." And this is obviously going to piss Dan out. And yeah. uh, Dan's like, the only thing causing problems is that cocktail napkin you're wearing. And that's when the guy's like, that's what I'm talking about. And that's going to yeah, da- cause Dan to finally snap. Uh, yeah. And at this point with this disgusting man, this is when I first realized that Chuck wasn't in the episode. I was like, this guy's gross. I'm like, where's Chuck? He's usually the gross guy yeah, yeah, right. in this <laughs> situation. Uh, I guess they always just have to have at least one gross guy in an episode. So if Chuck's not there, they got to yeah. find someone else to hit Some on teenagers. Dan attacks the guy. He Dan has gotten into a surprising amount of fights. I was going to say that this first is like, my episodes. big takeaway from this fight was like, how many times is he going to like show somebody? It's like three. I know, and so I know far. you're a big OC fan. I'm. Yeah, I know you're a big OC fan. So I was thinking at this point, what is what is Dan the the Ryan Atwood of this show? <laughs> I was thinking the same. <laughs> um. So yeah, and that all of that happens, and then that's when Eric, I don't know where Eric was sitting during all this, but he reveals himself for some reco- for some comic relief, and he's like, hey Serena, see, see I told you everything was going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, that, that was that was a very big, like, 
eight different people were speaking within like 15 <laughs> seconds in that scene. Yeah, and Eric was, yeah, I, and Eric was just like sitting in a corner through all of it until he finally saw his opening to be like, hey, Serena. Yeah. Um, maybe one of these days Dan and Serena can have a normal date. <laughs> but so far it's been fun. At the very least, it's been yep. action-y. And that's when uh, Gossip Girl's going to say, spotted, big brother to the not quite rescue. Too bad no one told him you can't save a damsel if she loves her distress. And I feel like this is another one of those uh, Gossip Girl quotes that probably every middle school girl was making as their MySpace status. Oh, yeah. I'm going to flag up all those and just keep a list of uh, <laughs> the top Gossip Girl quotes that everyone had as MySpace statuses back in the day. Yeah, that is a good good quote. I liked it. I liked it. Um, Lily and Rufus are at the loft. And uh, the two lovebirds, they're, they're reconnecting while cooking. Um, Rufus... Uh, I guess, you know, he's, like we've established, he's he's a nice guy, good dad, but I, I don't usually care about his storylines, because this is a probably another instance where this might be my least favorite story of the episode, but it, it is better, because at, at least he's with Lily, and they're kind of fun together, but, uh, so that's, yeah, that's just what I, I feel about that. I like to see them together, hanging out and talking, and kind of uh, moving along with this little love triangle yeah. a little bit. I just don't usually care about adult storylines and teen dramas, but Rufus and yeah. Lily do have good chemistry together, at least. Yeah, and I, I, we've been talking about how shitty the parents have been. At least these two parents together have been more palatable than the rest of the parents. Yeah, Rufus definitely good. Lily at least is now having her moments, but has been pretty shitty up to this point. Yeah. Um, she comes clean, tells Rufus that Eric has been staying at the Ostrov Center and that he tried to kill himself, and uh, you know, Rufus tells tells her he's sorry. Uh, we actually get Lily opening up here. She says she doesn't know what she did or didn't do or how to make sure it doesn't happen again. And, I mean, we, I think we're establishing here that they really must have had some kind of like real relationship because she seems to really trust Rufus here. Like she is hiding from she is keeping Eric locked up in this hospital, making sure no one understands, telling him to tell people that he's been at Miami. But she is trusting Rufus with this very uh, delicate information. Right, and it, it, they, they've hinted at the history in the past, too, and now you're really getting a deeper look into how close they once were. Yeah, and this is, like, really the first motherly moment we've seen from Lily, and I, I do like the side of her, as you were saying. We're getting, at yeah. least she's becoming more palatable now. And uh, Rufus gives her the advice, you know, always down to give some advice. He says, all you can do is be there for him. And that's when Rufus gets the call that everyone's fine, and so the two lovebirds are just going to enjoy their meal before even worrying mm-hmm. about finding the kids. And uh, nice. give them some... Pour some... some red sauce all over each other. That's right. Some more time to <laughs> catch up and uh, pour sauce on each other, and that's <laughs> that. Uh, Serena arguing with was Blair again. Was the ketchup again. a tomato sauce joke? Was it? Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it wasn't actually, but uh, we will, I will retcon this and say that it was. Um, Serena's arguing with Blair again. Not as bad as our arguments usually are, but... Uh, I'm just like, just just be friends for once. I'm, I'm glad this isn't going to evolve into anything else. But uh, Serena's mad that Blair broke out Eric, even though Eric clearly wanted to be out. And Eric says he, he left on his own free will. He actually stands up for Blair here. And uh, Serena, I think, should see where he's coming from there. And I, and I think she does, because this really yeah. fizzles out right after that. So Right, because we're, we're tired of like the, the back and forth with yeah. Serena and Blair, so I'm glad. Eric uh, Eric knows he's in a lot of trouble, but he confidently says that it was worth it. Completely get from me where he's coming from. I feel like I've been there before. Like, doing something that I know is going to get me in a lot of trouble, but just yeah, got to do it anyway. Yeah. That, that's what high school is, baby. Yeah, motherfucker. Like I said, I was well-known and well-liked, so I had plenty of opportunities to get into trouble back in right. high school. Yeah, super cool and rebellious. And once people found out that I won Truth or Dare in camp, they were, like, inviting me to everything. You're like, oh, you're the guy that ate the cheese off the ground. Bring it in. That's right. Um... So yeah, um, 
Eric just wants to be like a normal kid again. He's very happy to talk to someone, even if it is Blair. And she says, and he's like, no offense. She says, none taken, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a, a running joke in the episode because I think uh, Serena says no offense when she's talking about Dan in front of Jenny, and she also says none taken. So that's mm-hmm. that's fun. Um, yeah. Serena seems to understand. Serena, Eric, and Blair all ending on good terms. Thank God. Thank God. And they uh, walk off into the distance together. That's right. Eric was like, call me. And then he's like, uh, I was talking to Blair. So how about that? <laughs> or no, Blair says call me. And then he's like, I was talking to Eric. That's what it was. Um, right, 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 right. Anyway. A- anyway. I knew. Um, yeah. Dan- then we go to Dan and Jenny here. Dan's being the big brother yelling at Jenny because uh, this, is- this isn't who you are, Jenny. This isn't who you are. And uh, Jenny calls him out for trying to be her dad. But because Jenny isn't on the sleeper, which is a good point, because shouldn't this be up to Rufus, like whether Jenny's allowed to go to the sleepover? You have to assume that Rufus has already let her go to the sleepover. So it's not really Dan's place to be like, no, you can't go back. Yeah, I guess you could say like how you feel, but you can't make her do anything. Yeah. Um, And it looks like Jenny does want to be friends with Blair here. And uh, she tells Dan, I know who Blair and those girls are, but I know who I am. And I'm not going to forget that just because I hang out with them. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how true that is. What do, you, what do you think? Um, I I think she might lose sight of herself a little bit, but so far she seems like yeah. uh, she's maybe showing a side of herself in this episode we didn't know she had. That's all right. Along. Yeah, feels easier said than done there. But in in the end, Dan's going to let her go, which even though I feel like that should be Rufus's call anyway. But uh, Jenny claims she's going to be tucked in bed in a half hour, which is just not feasible. <laughs> like, yeah, who should be tucked in bed by get, also? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who's tucking her in? Was her name um, Doris or whatever her name is? <laughs> Dorota. <laughs> yeah, Dorota. Dorota, yeah. can you come in and tuck me in? <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the sleepover perks. Uh, so the date ends, as all great dates end, with Dan and Serena taking, <laughs> with them taking their little brother back to the hospital. That's how all great dates end. Yep. Wouldn't um, be a day without it. But hold on. This just in. Truth or dare has gone into overtime. Looks like no one told little Jay you don't beat a Waldorf at her old game. And even though it looks like uh, Blair and Jenny were bonding tonight, Blair still wants, still is, uh, still kind of hates Jenny, and still wants to get the last laugh here. She's also still clearly pissed at her mom, so she's gonna kill two birds with one stone here. She wants Jenny to break into her mom's store and steal a jacket, and this is uh, clearly a setup here from the beginning, right? Yeah, you see it right away. You, you know, she, for a fact, she's gonna get locked yeah. in there and caught. And uh, fun fact: this is the only episode where Eleanor's store is seen or even mentioned. Wow, that's uh kind of fun, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <It didn't... laughs> it's fine. Kind of fun, okay. It's alright. You know what? You don't get fun facts anymore from now on. Alright, fine. That's it. You've there lost was, your privilege. That, well, that was that was a fine fact, so I guess they're all, they all would have been fine facts anyway. I'm done with you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> seems like a good play on paper. It's a win-win for Blair. Either Jenny gets caught or her mom's stuff, stuff gets stolen again. So, yeah. someone, someone she hates is going to end up losing here. Even though she had keys, I don't know how she couldn't get out, but I I guess she doesn't know how it works. I don't know. <laughs> Blair gives Jenny the keys, and Jenny breaks in. The alarm goes off, and those all those little assholes run away. Um, yeah. And it's going to be hard for Jenny to be tucked in bed in a half hour if she's in prison. That's right. Um, but more on that later. We go back to the loft with uh, Lily and Rufus still getting drunk together without a care in the world. You know, we're getting yeah. some history about their relationship. Nothing too exciting. She used to go to his shows. Yeah, it's like cute little stuff, yeah. Yeah. She jokingly says she gave up photography because social climbing was more fulfilling. Uh, and then the phone rings, and Rufus makes the mistake that everyone seems to make in these TV shows, and he lets <laughs> uh, lets someone else answer his phone. They, 
Never any bright side to this. Just walk two feet to the phone and answer it to yourself. Why are you right. letting someone else answer your phone? Yeah, that definitely is like too cute. See, just like, oh, you can answer it, babe. Yeah. Like that's the kind of feeling I get from that. Yeah, you answer it. Like this is something that only happens in TV shows to cause drama like this, and ne- I've never right. actually seen it happen in real life. Yeah, if like any time I've ever had like someone else has had my phone or like been near, my, or been closer to my phone than I am, and someone calls, like, oh shit, just shit, like you like sprint as far as you can to get to that person whose phone it is to answer the phone. Like you don't just like pick it up ever. You always yeah. have to go out of your way like, like, to give the person the phone no matter what. Yeah, or just like, don't even answer it. Oh, hand me that phone, yeah. And uh, especially if Rufus knows that Allison might be calling back, but wh- whatever. They're, they're drunk and having a good time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we get the full circle moment of now Lily answering the phone as Allison calls, and then Allison hanging up. <laughs> uh, but uh, good good for our resident Dilf, though. He got her back without even trying. Like, not got, he didn't get her back, but he, like, got back at her. Like, right. So, show you. He, especially with the girl that, what's make, good that, for that the, makes her... Yeah, she really hates Lily. Exactly. A little bit what's what's good for the goose is good for the gander, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Love me a gander. Um, so, this uh... Is, uh this is Gander Woodson. I, I feel like I ask this every episode, but what's going to happen with these two? Because there's clearly a spark there, even if they sometimes hate each other. And, and where does Allison fit all, into all of this? I don't know. I'm wondering how long this will they want they will last for. And I feel like now that we are, we're getting a little bit more from the mother, she might end up... Uh, Making an appearance soon, and we might might get a little bit of uh, prolonging the will they won't they of him and Lily by the, the mother coming back for a little bit and then leaving. We'll see. And that's what I'm hoping for. So I, I, I want this. I want this Lily action. Don't we all? I'm rooting for Rufus. Um, are they the uh, Luke and Laura lie of the show? I wouldn't go nearly that far. I, I definitely, definitely the farthest thing from that actually. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't really see Lily as a Lorelai. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's also like not even close um, to being the main character. Jenny's either. with the cops. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jenny's with the cops here. First of all, fuck these guys. A cab. Even even in the Gossip Girl universe, all cops A-cab, are bastards. Yeah. Just wanna just wanna say, fuck these guys. Um, they ask they ask Jenny for ID, but she doesn't have any because she's only fourteen. But uh, she's as we've been saying, she's quick on her feet here. She yeah, tells them that she's Blair Waldorf. She's at her mother's store. She claims that she just forgot her jacket. They don't want to bother her mom because she, uh, she forgot about the alarms. You know, they're like, let me call, let us call your mom then. She says her mom's in Paris until Thursday. So, uh, so they don't call her. They're like, but we can't just let you go without confirming the story. And Jenny brilliantly says that she has her set of keys and they can watch her lock up. The cops are idiots. So this works on them. And, uh, h- how did Jenny do here? How do you think? She did fantastic. I, I mean, you still definitely can't let that girl go without giving her back to a guardian yeah. still. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back to someone. But uh, otherwise, she did great. I mean, she very got best. out of it. She really, she did a great job here. Yeah, she's a she's a pro. She's she's really showing her uh, true stars here. Good for Jenny. Um, so, back to Dan and Serena. Uh, Dan understands why Eric wanted to break out. You know, it's a very depressing place, even though it's designed to treat depression. And, uh... They talk about, you know, how Eric and Jenny are good kids. Dan says he's worried about Jenny and Serena. Serena says that worry looks cute on him, which is which is true. I've always said that Dan looks cute when he's flustered. What do you think? It is true. I mean, especially since, like, that's all she's seen him. Yeah. going to go on a date. They see him. She sees him be worried. I think that's most of what she's attracted to, honestly. Yeah, poor, poor Dan. He's never going to be able to be at ease because then he loses all of his charm. She's not going to be attracted <laughs> to him anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Um... Serena's also vouching for Jenny, saying that she's a good kid. Um, Dan, you know, understandably doesn't really like her going out to clubs with people at the age of 14. But uh, 
Yeah. Serena tells him that she just wants to be friends with her classmates, and there's nothing wrong with that. And so Dan's like, why? I, I have no friends, and look how great I am. Which, you know, fucking loser. Yeah, um, and that's when she says, uh, if you made half the effort she did, maybe we would have dated a long time ago. Then maybe you would have kissed me already. And that'll that'll make Dan's ears perk up. That'll show you. So we did it. So, Dan- I think that's what he said, too. He said, I'll show you. Oh, oh, oh then maybe I would have kissed you already. All right, I'll show you what I can do. <laughs> we did it. Dan and Serena's first kiss. What a milestone. Yeah. Five episodes. We're here. Maybe even a little bit of tongue later. God, I, I hope so. Well, I think maybe in that, that next scene where it cuts back to them, and I think they're they're going pretty hard at it in the, in the street. Yeah. Um. So now uh, we get a little montage. Rufus listening to his old records and obviously thinking of Lily. Lily deciding to be a good mom for once, and uh, not only is she not mad at Eric, but she says that she can that they can talk about it after he gets a full night of sleep in his own bed. And uh, Eric says, "I'm going home, and I'm just so happy for this poor kid. This is yeah, all he wanted. Poor guy. He gets to sleep in um, his own bed." I'm glad for him, too, but I'm also a little worried about Rufus, who's listening to his own music. <laughs> yeah, that's always a cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be next in the hospital. <laughs> and then we go back to the sleepover, where we get this great scene where the queen, Jenny, returns in the middle of the night with the jacket she stole, and like a fucking badass, just goes straight to Blair, says <clears throat> catch, and throws the keys back at her. And uh, Blair's not even mad, because game respects game. And she just goes, well, well, yeah. well, looks like you came to play after all. So uh, maybe Jenny can hang with them after all. Maybe maybe, we, maybe we're going to so have far, a new queen like bee it. in training. I yeah. mean, she's definitely put on more of a show than any of these fucking minions, so. I, I mean, she's she's really doing things. Blair Blair's already has a bed saved for Jenny, cause, just in case she passed the test, I guess. But uh, Jenny's going to completely turn the tables on her, and she rejects the invite. Blair's, Blair's incredulous. She tells her no one leaves to sleep over early, and Jenny goes, well, I guess there's a first time for everything. And I'm keeping the jacket, mm. if that's okay with you. What a little fucking boss-ass bitch. Alphas her. She, she she does alpha her. And she and then she on her way out, she's like, Monday, lunch on the steps. And uh, Blair just has to fucking respect it, because it, like, it, yeah. it, was, it was such a Blair move that she pulled on her. She really did. And I got, gotta give it to Blair. Blair was game impressed. respect and game. She lets Jenny walk all over in them, because Jenny alphaed her, and, and Blair knows her place now. That's right. And... She's definitely, I, I, to me, again, I mean, we haven't seen much of the minions on screen, but maybe on the off screen, they, they do some of the same shit that she does, but I feel like she's done more than anyone really yeah. has to get to this point. I think she's just Jenny a little bit young, be, maybe, is part of the issue, but yeah. uh, otherwise, Jenny, sure. Jenny may be rising in the rankings now. The minions Without might get that. might get jealous of her. I hope so. Yeah, I, I appreciate that once Blair realizes Jenny can hang, she's like perfectly fine with it. Um, And then, uh, so, so Gossip Girl is going to say that word is Jenny Humphreys killed at Blair Waldorf's sleepover. It was a debut the likes of which haven't been seen since Blair herself. If Blair's got to watch her back, Serena needs to keep an eye on her heart. We may hear it, we hear it may have been stolen from Lonely Boy, putting out an APB, Gossip Girl. So Jenny is being compared to the legend Blair on Gossip Girl. She is living Ooh. her dream, and it's only episode five. We see Dan and Serena are still making out in the streets, and Rufus got to flirt with Lily all night and get back at Allison in the process. The Humphreys are winning, baby! You see what happens when uh, Chuck's not around? That's right. When Chuck's not around, the Humphreys, <laughs> is, the Humphreys is rise. <laughs> yeah, all, all positive notes. I mean, Rufus not fully positive, but for the most part, during during his run, he had a good time. Yeah, they at least, they at least all had something in this episode, so uh, yeah. that is... Our episode. That's Daredevil. What do you uh what do you 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 think? 
pretty good. I just like I said, it was a a, a good. Uh, I think the the whole episode felt like a B story almost. Like there's the A story was definitely Jenny there. Right. Happy to happy to see her rise in the ranks. Um, well, otherwise, oh, it was like it was good. It was just normal normal good. You know. All right. Nor- well, pass- save your thoughts good. for the rankings. We will. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into the user review of the week. User review of the week. Bop, bop, bop. Um, and uh, not any great ones, but I I did pull one as as I do every week, and this user gave it a ten out of ten, and titles it "Little J Makes This Episode." And you know what? I have to agree. And she says, "Yeah, the person's name is Catherine, so I can assume that it is a she." That says, "I love Blair, despite her evil ways. In fact, usually because of them. Still, Little J really took the cake on this episode." Her escalation really rivals Blair on this level, and her cunning is amazing. At this point, I could see Eric becoming her best friend or lover. The content of the side stories <laughs> in this episode was plain and slow, pretty boring in general on the date front. I found that this episode humanized Lily a bit with her relationship with Rufus, but honestly, I still found her to be a bad mother. She knows why Eric tried to kill himself, but she claims she doesn't. As if. <laughs> I do like that. Until... Till that last, she got a little <laughs> dressed at the end, yeah. but otherwise she like was mirroring all of our thoughts. Yeah, pretty so much. I, do, I just liked how she ended it with "as if." As if. <laughs> she really. She knows. She knows why herself. Eric. She knows why Eric tried to kill himself, and she claims she doesn't. As if. As if. <laughs> That's a um, Gossip Girl writer. Um, so next one. week we have Blogger. the episode is. The episode is titled "The Handmaiden's Tale." Do you have any predictions? Well, at this point, Handmaid's Tale is not on the air, so I'm guessing it must be a book. No. Well, uh, do you have any predictions of what the episode's going to be about, though? Based on the uh, title. Or based mm-hmm. on what we just saw in this episode. Actually, no, well, not at all, because I don't know what the, the book's about. Um, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, is, does uh, Doris get more screen time? <laughs> you mean Dorota. <laughs> Dorota? I, I want to say I want to say Dunda, like uh, Kanye's new album. <laughs> um, I'm well, call her Dunda blurb says... Little blurb says Dan is torn between two girls when his childhood friend Vanessa returns home. So we Ooh. are about to meet my least favorite character, Vanessa. Oh, I'm excited! So that is exciting for everyone. Uh, let's get into episode grades. I believe you went first last week, so I will go first this week. And we seem down on this episode a little bit, even though last week I gave this episode, I gave last week's episode a C plus. I am actually gonna give this episode a bit of an improvement. And I did give this a B, and it's pretty much all just because of the Blair Jenny storyline. I personally love the Blair Jenny storyline. Uh, this is one that I remembered well, and I remembered it fondly. Uh, I, I think this storyline is definitely enough to be like AA minus status. I love a good slumber party, truth or dare game, girls going out to the club, breaking Eric out of a hospital, has the really fun scene with everyone in it, with it, the bar with that loser guy, and then of course the power struggle between Blair and Jenny. And uh, I love Jenny's big power play at the end of the episode and and watching her come out on top. But the other two storylines are just, you know, meh and bring it down a little. So the Serena Dan yeah. date is fine. They're always cute and charming together. But, you know, we've kind of seen this before already, even though we're in the first five episodes. Uh, I feel like they've been awkward on a date before and we've already established that they are from two different worlds. So it was just fine until they meet up with Jenny and Blair and Eric. And then uh, the Rufus Lee storyline, better than Rufus's other plots so far. And they were kind of fun together, but still not much there. So I think altogether, very solid B episode. Plus, no Chuck, so that's a bonus. Yes, um, I'll, I'll, I'm pretty much right there with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go B plus. I think I think I gave last week a B plus as well. Um, 
I think it, it might have just felt a little bit slow because two episodes in a row now were like kind of uh, lacking a little bit of drama. As if, like, I think we started the show off with such a bang the first two, and now we're just kind of hitting a little bit of mm-hmm. filler here. Um, and everyone's friends, which is, you wanted everyone to be kind of nice and friendly for a little while, but you need, you need something to kind of shake it up a little bit. Um, definitely enjoyed uh, Jenny Blair. But uh, that was probably the best of the three storylines. Like you reiterated, uh, maybe that if, if all were up that quality, it would be, it would be an A minus episode. Mm-hmm. But the two other storylines bring it down a little bit to a B plus. Okay, so you're actually even higher on it than I was. Um, yeah. But uh, hopefully Vanessa coming next week will uh, pump up some drama. Yeah, pump it up. All right, MVP. Uh, this one's pretty obvious for me. We are, we're five episodes in, and I'm still not going to be giving Blair her first MVP points for me. So I, I guess I wow. really just want to make this a special occasion. Kind of like Dan is with uh, Serena's first date. I want to make the, the first time I give Blair an MVP point something special. Something yep. to break out the piggy bank to. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week, the MVP has to go to the person who bested Blair today. I have been singing Jenny's praises all episode, and she will be getting another MVP point for me. I believe that, I believe that's two from me already in the first five episodes that I've given wow. Jenny. I, I mean, she just kills it all episode. She has the moment with Serena in the beginning as they chat about Dan. She gets the last minute invite to the slumber party. Even if Blair had the ulterior motives, you know, she still got to have a blast at a slumber party. She gets to go out to a club, kills it at Truth or Dare, gets that loser guy in trouble with his girlfriend, and then, of mm-hmm. course, expertly evades Blair's attempts to pull to put her in prison by manipulating the idiot cops <laughs> and then returning to Blair's house to turn the tables on her. And... It even seems like she has a spot in the group now, you know, in addition to Blair's respect moving forward if she wants oh, yeah. it. And uh, she's meeting with them on on Monday for lunch on the steps. And uh, for me, I knew this was going to be Jenny as soon as I knew that uh, this was the episode we were covering this week. It was, it was never in doubt for me. It was Jenny. Yeah. as, as, soon as oh, Because you remembered it when she saw it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, you, you knew I'm going to. Well, you have to do your LVP, or don't you? Or do I do MVP first? No, you can just do the MVP first. Yeah, because it's going to be it's pretty pretty resounding yes on uh, on Jenny there, like like everything you said. Um, I, so I I wasn't sure how it was going to go halfway through the episode if she was going to get, especially once we got to that scene with the cops. Like, okay, maybe she's not going to be my MVP. She's going to get locked in a store right now or go to jail. And then she just like continued to impress by the end of the episode. So I was like, okay, wow, this is a very clear. I think no matter who watches this episode, it has got to admit she's the MVP of this one. Absolutely. This is Jenny's yeah. episode. This was this really was her bit. episode. Yeah. Um, but the LVP, on the other hand, this one not easy for me. I feel like last week it was uh, the the uh, the LVP was easy, and the and the MVP was a little bit of a toss up. Mm-hmm. But this week it's the other way around. Um, I I didn't know where to go for the LVP. I thought at first I was thinking Dan, Rufus, or Lily because they all have rocky starts in the episode, but. They all turn around by the end. You know, Dan goes from striking out on the date to getting his first kiss. Rufus starts out sad, lonely, and drunk, but then gets to flirt with Lily and get back at Allison. And then uh, Lily's her typical sit- shitty self in the beginning, but by the end, she you know she won me over when she finally showed some compassion towards Eric. So I don't want to punish any of them. So I think I'll just go off the board here and give it to that loser 30-year-old hedge fund bro who was cheating on his girlfriend <laughs> by hitting on and making out with teenagers. So no, no yeah. further explanation necessary on that guy, really. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely right about that. I, I wasn't thinking of uh, going off like the main cast, but uh, since I'm gonna I'm gonna try and keep it always two people that are gonna be recurring characters, I was gonna give this one to Blair, just wow. because of how 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 
demolished she was by Jenny. So how surprised she was. I mean, she definitely took it well. I don't think by any means, like you said, it was a tough episode to give anyone an LVP, especially who's in the main crew here. But um, I think if anyone, she was definitely defeated in a sense by someone else where everyone else kind of That's like fair. had a steady rise and she she was bested without a doubt. That's fair. She did get bested, yeah. so I, I can't argue with that. So, uh, yeah. all right. There, those are our MVPs and LVPs. And uh, do you want to get into Lonely Boys Theater now? Time for the theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. So we will be doing that iconic scene at the end with with uh, and Jenny, with Jenny coming back to the sleepover, having bested Blair. A, a nice little short mm-hmm. scene, but it's probably the best one in the uh, in the episode. So uh, let's let's recreate it. And I'm assuming I'm going to be Blair again. That's you. All right. So you're going to be Jenny and start us off. All right. I'll start it off. Catch, bitch. <laughs> Jenny. Well, well, looks like you came to play after all. You know which trundle bed is yours. Sleep tight. You've earned it. Actually, I'm going home, but thanks for inviting me. It was a blast. What? What do you mean you're going home? Nobody ever leaves a sleepover. Well, I guess that's the first for everything. Oh, and I'm keeping the jacket, if that's okay with you. Monday, lunch on the steps. Done and done Mm-mm, you know it baby give me a kiss end scene <laughs> yeah. man we killed that one crushed it um all right so what do we usually do now plug things well usually now we uh are confused about what to do next so we're we're, we're right on schedule <laughs> so we're right on schedule <laughs> all right um i have anything to plug uh, yeah, you can uh, listen to the Happy Boys Pod wherever you get your podcast, as per usual. Check us out. We're doing the same old thing. We're at, well, I think, uh, I don't know when this is coming out because we're still having trouble getting this baby off the ground. But uh, hopefully this will be out by October and we are doing a sober October. Check out some fun non-alcoholic beers and other drinks. We might review milk. Who knows? Hell so. yeah. I hate milk, <laughs> but I will listen to the episode. <laughs> well, you're the, actually the guest in the episode. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's all um, I got. As for me, obviously, watch season two of Never Have I Ever. Watch season one if you haven't yet. It's still on Netflix. Still great. Um, besides that, I was... Since the last time we recorded, I've been on two podcasts. I don't, I, like you said, I don't know when this podcast is being released, but podcasts don't really disappear so you could always go back That's and listen true. i was on check them out my friend's uh podcast that covers mtv's the challenge so i was on the uh the challenge podcast over on the dom and colin network uh talking about uh one of the recent episodes with good buddy and hopefully future friend of the podcast brian scally we talked about the challenge over there so if you're a fan of that give that a listen and then i also talked some bojack horseman with uh my good friends kirsten and Lindsay Kirsten, who of course famously came up with the name for this podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, we talked about season three, episode eleven of BoJack. That's too much, man. Ooh, and it whoa. was a very that's a big one, a very emotional. Yes. That's the most emotional episode in the whole series. I would Holy I would say shit. like the turning point of oh the whole God. series. That was the that's... episode. Not to spoil anything, but that was the episode. That was the episode I watched, and I was like, oh. Okay, so this show is going to fuck me up. Like I'm going to be a changed person at the end. I had of this, already been fucked is... up like twice before that happened, and this is like. 
I don't know what he. And this was even a step further. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're going they're there. Really go- okay. They're going real far. Yeah. So that was. Yeah, Kirsten asked me what episodes I wanted to come, and I just get, basically gave her a list of like my five favorite episodes that hadn't been covered yet. And she was like, "All right, I'll see what I can do." And then she said that they were recording that episode uh, this week, and so I was like, "All right, wow. let's do Pete, it." I may also tune in for that one. Oh, please do. Yeah. We, uh, I think we did a good job. Um, and then uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I've watched recently. I uh, oh, you know what? I rewatched the Scooby Doo movie over the weekend, and uh, <laughs> it like, holds up. That's a fun. I'd watch that again. That's a funny I've, movie. I've seen that movie quite a bit. I like that movie. That's a funny movie, yeah. man. I really like that one. <laughs> it's classic. The CGI in there is very funny too. <laughs> All right, so uh, that that's what we've got. Um. Tune in next week for Season 1, Episode 6, The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter, at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan on Twitter, at RuppyPuppy. Yes. And the Hoppy Boys at... What is and it? The Hoppy at Boys the Pod? Hoppy Boys Pod, yeah. At the Hoppy Boys Pod. So that's at MattyFresh24, at RuppyPuppy, at the Hoppy Boys Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, tune in next week. And until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely Boys. Lonely Boys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.